We are I. One of the things that I've never really talked about on this podcast before that I actually really enjoy and I read articles about all the time and whenever I see a headline pop up in my my news feed, I typically at least read it, click on it, just kind of briefly skim through to find a little bit more information. What is this? Archaeology. I just find archaeology so fascinating. Like I find the adventure behind it in my mind of just knowing what the story is behind it. And, you know, this, this is really spurs on, you know, kind of like, you know, from a few different concepts in a few different areas of the world. And one of them is in, in Eastern Canada, there's this school teacher walking along the beach. And she happened to look down and, you know, she noticed this tree root. It's like, well, that's odd. Then she realized that this tree root looked more like a rib in a rib cage than a tree root. So she takes a picture of it and she sends it to her one of her friends. And then one of her friends sends it to one of her friends who happens to be the head of archaeology at one of the universities out there. And this woman immediately, you know, gets in contact with her friend and then finds out who found it and, you know, got in contact with her. And it turns out that this skeleton, once they've done some excavating and they've looked at it, is an unknown animal from preceding the dinosaurs. It's how old this thing is. Like the fascination behind that to me is incredible. Knowing that there on this beach in this rock fossilized is this skeleton of an animal that we have never bared witness to before, which logically there's thousands or millions of these, but like how many of them get preserved or perfectly preserved or found for us to be able to study and to be able to understand what what creatures roamed this planet millions of years ago. Like that's the mind boggling part that when that animal died millions of years ago in that spot right there, wherever Nova Scotia was at that point in time, millions of years ago, which I'm sure that was at the point when we were this mega continent or it just wasn't where Nova Scotia is today. But through the sands of time, through the course of time, through the millions and millions and tens of millions, hundreds of millions of years later, that that skeleton, well, not the exact skeleton, but uh, air quotes replica of that skeleton is still there in that same spot. Like, isn't that mind boggling to you? mind-boggling but never mind a few months ago i did talk about this spanish ship that was found you know off the shores of Colombia that has billions of dollars of gold on it so i just not only is it the rich history of you know other countries raping and pillaging lands you know this is something that human beings have always done you know, and animals do this too, where we forget that, you know, animals will destroy an ecosystem by, you know, overeating, overpopulating, and that's the best thing about predators. So like, let's not go down that rabbit hole too, but this is something that is not unique to us as species. 
But could you imagine finding that treasure? Could you imagine in one day that we have the ability to be able to raise that sunken ship in the form that it is and then put that on display for other people to see? That's the amazing part is because now we all get to see these things if we choose. If we choose to be able to look a little bit further and investigate and see some of the treasures. You know, like there was another site found where there's some of these these treasures from Alexander the Great's time period. It's found underneath a monument. You know, like unbelievable to me. Unbelievable. That you can go through all of these these rich nations, which ironically is not Canada and the United States, but a lot of these rich nations with an abundant amount of history where they are still finding these incredible archaeological sites, digging these sites, finding these treasures that are from thousands and tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions and tens of millions and hundreds of millions of years ago. And just how there is so much that we don't know. There's been so much on this planet that we will never really accurately know. Like this planet has housed real, actual biological life, not in the form of single-celled organisms, but in the in the way of multi-cell, multi-bipedal, multi-quadrupedal, like all of these different forms of life. How we thought that dinosaurs predominantly had this leathery, scaly skin, and it turns out now that, you know, maybe the most of these dinosaurs had feathers, and we only assume the noise that these dinosaurs have made. You know, all these shows and these movies that have dinosaurs in them, but like, we don't know that they sounded like that, and the sure as the fuck didn't speak English. But we do know they made a sound, but what sound did they make? Or are we presuming they made a sound because we make sounds and animals make sounds say, well, what if they didn't make sounds? What if they communicated in different ways? We will never really know. We will never really know some of these amazing cultures that have lived and have left us these treasures like the like the water viaducts. Like we don't know. We we don't know how these systems were created. We don't know how the pyramids were created, but they're still there. We can bear witness to these things. We can bear witness to all of the the technology around that. What the worst part is is a lot of this technology was made, you know, in in biological form, like with trees and ropes and all these different materials that have degraded over time. So we may see a picture of these things. We may see the stone parts of these things, but we don't have the all the other pieces of the puzzle. But it's the richness of the intrigue of all of this life has lived before us. And we look at us right now being this great species, you know, but looking at what has been before us. Because the one thing that we do know is that when we have these computer-generated models of cities and once people cease to exist, how fast nature takes over these cities, like in decades, these cease to exist. What has been here before us? What would we leave for somebody else? Knowing that there's been these asteroids and these meteors that have impacted the Earth, we've seen these craters. There's these gigantic craters in this earth. 
knowing that they completely wiped out populations of biological life. But we just have these treasures and we can all find them. Like we can be walking somewhere. You can be out on an adventure. You've got off your ass. You've got outside of your house. You've gone on an adventure and you can find something that is hundreds of millions of years old, tens of millions of years old, hundreds of thousands of years old. You can find that. You can see that with your own eyes. Isn't that incredible? We have, that's how limitless the opportunities are in this world today, is that we can do that if we choose to just unplug and get out and just do things, go venture, go wander around, go for a walk, go do anything, and you can find that kind of history. You can find history on this planet, the type of history that nobody has ever seen before. And a species that cannot be identified. That's the, that's the limitless amount of possibility that we have on this earth. So you can tell how fired up this gets me. And I love it. I love starting off my day by seeing these articles in my, my news feed that just say, get the fuck out of the house. Get away from screens and TVs. Go outside and see what you can find, whether that's, Something from, you know, 400, 500, 600 million years ago or a new person to chat with. Anything in between. Have a great long weekend. Last weekend of the summer or last long weekend of the summer. Take advantage of it. Go find something. Go be adventurous. 